they say nothing ever lasts, don't they? Them, you know, them wearing those trousers. You know, the, the, the fluorescent trousers with, with those sandals, that kind of thing. And a large fedora on their head. Them and others. They say that nothing lasts forever. And, um, and there they are saying it. And I'm agreeing with them on, in the case and on the case of um, City Championship Wrestling. Because they've been rather good recently. And um, the latest edition isn't... Yeah, it just isn't. It's not quite as... Um, the wrestling's not quite as good. We do have some of those wrestling situations that I'm not entirely delighted about. You know, wrestlers fighting each other for not any particular reason, not giving us a fantastic match. Although Bubba's not shouting as much this week. He is shouting a bit. And uh, this is Survival of the Fittest too. It was a, an event they did, and um, it's in a bar, and I reckon these matches must be early on in the night, surely, because I reckon I see about, what, 50 people there? I mean, early on, there were about two or three people um, at the hard camera side, and about three people at the bar watching. There were some people on the other side, but not many. I mean, that's... Yeah, it's not it's not massively well populated, but it might have um, it might have got busier later. Anyway, we've got um, Paul Jones with Ike Watts. Watts says he can't ask more than a heavyweight shot. He just he doesn't. He's a nice guy, and it's an okay promo. He just doesn't seem to have an enormous amount of charisma. That's the thing, really. But anyway, there's a tournament, isn't there? And um, first of all, we have Jay Abrams who's um, with uh, Andre Kabashi, yet the East back Kabashi, on the mic with the real Paul Jones. Not number one Paul Jones, that's a different kind of Paul Jones, and a completely different stripe uh, of Paul Jones, really. Um, and he's fighting Jay Abrams. Oh no, he's not, he's fighting Ike Watts. Uh, Jay Abrams is fighting Ike Watts, and Ike Watts is fighting Jay Abrams. The two of them are fighting. You, you get the drift, don't you? And it's all right, it's from August the 20th, this Survival of the Fittest, Two. there's a big J. Abrams double axe handle and a long, 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 long Abrams headlock and Kibashi gets hold of the leg, you know, he's on the floor but he gets hold of, of like Watts' leg, Watts hits a belly to belly, which he likes, I know, I've seen him use it before, chases Kibashi to the back and there's a count out, DQ, oh, the crowd, sparse though they are, can't be liking that. Anyway, next we get Trevor Strahd versus Freedom Ramsey. Now, Strahd hits the takedown and gets to, and, um, or is it Freedom Ramsey hits the takedown? Yeah, Strahd gets to the ropes. There's a Ramsey arm drag and a high drop kick. Nice suplex, though, from Strahd. He can really, and a power bomb as well. He can really put it together, you know, when he wants to. There's, um, oh, there's a, there's a dog barking right there. He's not attacking me, don't worry. It's okay. He's not a bully XL or anything like that. Or whatever they call him, you know. Um, there's a, a Freedom Ramsey face buster. By the way, I am out and about. Yes! I'm enjoying it, you know. Blimey, someone's let some fireworks off. I mean, you hear so much here. So much in these areas. Oh, fireworks. It's not even dark. Well, it is a bit, but not much, you know. Anyway, back to the match. Uh, I suppose we have to. There's um, a Freedom Ramsey face buster for a long two count. And then a big straw ripcord clothesline, which is lovely. 
Now Ramsey hits his first of freedom, flying fist, for the pin. It didn't look that devastating, to be honest. And then we've got Paul Bowser, who has got the chance to be heavyweight champion, crowning the first one after a 2.5, two and a half year, 2.5 year, whatever you like, um, programming, I think. But the graphic shows Andre Kabashi with a belt. So I assumed he'd won the belt, but no one's got the belt. Maybe he just said, can I borrow it for a moment? Is, is that all right, gentlemen? And they said, oh, go on, go on, Andre, if you want to. Go on, hold it, take the picture, that's it, done, give it his back. And um, it's Kabashi versus Bowser, and it's all right, actually. There was some quite poor Kabashi forearms immediately, the moment the bell rings. Then a rear naked choke from, from Andre Kabashi. Uh, Bowser gets to the ropes. He slams Kabashi on the outside. It does spill to the outside, this. And um, then you've got, the, by the way, there are about 10 people on one side, so it is filling up a bit. That's um, the fittest two. And then back in the ring, we've got um, a Bowser suplex. They work a headlock, which is nicely done, actually. And then Kabashi gets some kicks to the head while being headlocked. So he's headlocked, but he's kind of, his legs are long. And he's, he's, you know, he's giving us a kind of kick, a kind of musical theatre kick to the head. I'm not sure it's an established wrestling move, the musical theatre kick to the head, but there it is, um, which is quite interesting, actually. Then there's, um, there's a nasty suplex in the chairs from, uh, from Bowser. They fight in the chairs and they get it's a, a double DQ again. Another count out DQ. We've just had one and now we've got another. Anyway, we finish up with Jay Fields and Thomas Bailey versus bad guy Anthony Coleman, bad guy. And Trevor Strawd, who comes out to say, I'll be your partner. He's just been out. But I suppose he didn't do that. But mate, no, he actually, the, the match was quite a knockdown drag out affair. So anyway, um, Coleman doesn't like having Strawd with him. He should just say, no, don't bother, mate. Off you go. I can do it on my own. Here's a big fella. He clo clotheslines Bailey, punches Fields. Then um, you've got um, Bailey reaching over the ref. The, the ref's kind of, kind of bending down. Bailey reaches over the ref for the apron and rakes the eyes of Coleman. I quite like that, actually. And eventually, Bailey puts Coleman down. It's a big senton, but neither of them can lift him. They tried to lift him. They couldn't even shift him. And he, Coleman, the bad guy, hits a double suplex. Now, when Strahd comes in, he takes care of both of them, sets up for a pounce. Bubba's screaming at this point as if a pounce is something that she's never seen before. And then Strahd gets the pin. After Coleman had done the damage, he kind of nicks the pin. Coleman doesn't like it. And generally, I have to say, I didn't really either. It was all right. I just wanted a bit more wrestling action. I just wanted a bit more excitement. I just wanted a bit more City Championship wrestling. However, this is probably just a blip because they've been a lot better recently and I'm willing to wait and see what happens next week. I hope it's better than this week. Ta-ta.